Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or evening, depending of course when you are here. Today we are going to be talking about how to overcome performance issues at work. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. Super quick question. Have you had a chance to check out the online store? It is an online store inspired by the podcast, so it has podcast designs as well as other, in my opinion, funny designs. <laughs> and a new fun way to help support the show. So if you have not had a chance to check it out, head over to careertalkswag.com. A link is below, of course. And before we dive in, this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Jumping in here. So low performance at work is no bueno and definitely can be an indicator that something is wrong, right? Oftentimes if we are experiencing low performance or low productivity at work, that's usually a pretty good sign that we have to pivot or make a change somewhere in the process. And this could be whether you notice that you have low performance or if someone brings it up to you, such as a leader. So before we dive into what you can do to fix it, let's talk about some reasons why you might be having low performance. Number one, simply you just don't give a shit. I would love to say that this is like not a thing, but it is 1000% a thing. As someone who has been a leader in previous roles, it's definitely a thing. Some people just don't care. And as a leader, you can't fix that. Number two, your personal life could be impacting your work. And I think we'd be silly to think that we can keep work and personal life completely separate. They definitely overlap and blend together. Number three, you have a poor leader or poor leadership in general, right? Maybe your immediate boss is great, but the overall leadership structure is terrible. Number four, lack of support. Number five, if you don't have the tools that you need to do your job successfully. Number six, you're not aligning to the vision or the bigger purpose of either your team or the organization. Number seven, there is a lack of plan or schedule. A lot of times people, I don't want to say thrive, but can be more productive if there is a set plan or schedule in place. Number eight, poor communication. Number nine, not doing the work or not putting in the effort. Number 10, you can't get motivated or you really just lack energy. That could, of course, be signs of many other things. So definitely, if you're in that boat, try and figure out where that's coming from. Do a little bit of uh, self-reflection there for sure. Number 11, you are not being challenged enough or not working on the right projects or even not doing the right type of work, right? So if we're doing work that we don't enjoy more often than we are doing work that we like, it could lead to you like not caring or being less invested than if you were working on stuff that really just fueled your fire, right? Number 12, little to no recognition or appreciation. This is huge for a lot of people. People want to be recognized for the hard work that they're doing. And some leaders do this 
really, really well. And others, this is an area of opportunity, we'll say, <laughs> in the nice, age appropriate way to put it, which as you know, if you've been here for a minute, is not always how I will tell you things. <laughs> Number 13, not being seen or heard. This is huge. If you have ideas or thoughts or something to contribute, something to say, and your voice is not being heard and you're not getting the opportunity to have your voice heard, that is a problem. And number 14, you're just doing too much. As someone who's done too much <laughs> way too many times, <laughs> please course correct this as quickly as you can. Number 15, having a cluttered physical space. My office is fairly clean all, pretty much all the time. However, right now there's like four notebooks on my desk and I'm kind of like, it's a lot. So for everyone who has like desks, way worse than that, <laughs> clean up your desk. So I have notebooks open for everything I'm doing right now. <laughs> Podcasting notes, outlines, calendar for the podcast. So it's all like there for a reason and it's helping me do these episodes and none of it will be here when I'm done. But freeing your physical space will help clear your brain space or mental space. I know that's not how you say it. <laughs> and number 16, a toxic work environment. I think a toxic work environment is probably one of the biggest demotivators I personally have ever experienced. So if you're going through that right now, I feel you. I've been there. You definitely can change that for the better. And I know if you're here, if you're listening to this podcast, you are someone who is motivated to do better, to do good, and hang in there. You'll get to a better place. I promise you that. All right, what do we do about it? What do we do if we have low performance or our KPIs aren't where they should be? Number one, ask yourself how you are feeling. So, Steph, you're like, really? We're going to talk about our feelings again on the podcast? Yeah, we are. So, how are you feeling when you're at work? How are you feeling when you're working on the different types of projects that you work on or the different tasks that you are assigned? How are you feeling when you're driving into work? Or if you were at home, how are you feeling when you're walking from one room to the other? <laughs> how do you feel when you're driving home from work? How are you feeling on Mondays? How are you feeling on Fridays? And really figuring out how you feel at each different step as it relates to your job and working and even not working, right? So on the weekends or whatever your Monday and Friday are, if it's, you know, I don't know, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever it might be for you. Fully realize not everyone has Saturday, Sunday off. How you feel is a very very strong indicator as to what needs to change. I think I mentioned it before, but I'll say it again. I never, never used to be someone who thought about my feelings as it relates to doing things. <laughs> so I never correlated my feelings with productivity. And I was talking to a friend and we were talking about different uh, business ideas. So it was like when I first started the podcast and she asked me, she's like, Steph, how do you feel about that? And I was like, why does it matter how I feel about it? It has to get done. <laughs> Or something along those lines. And I'm like, oh, like as I said it, I was like, oh. <laughs> and so I learned that how I feel should be influencing the direction in which I go with my life, right? I know it seems like fluffy to some, you know, airy or whatever, but it helps. I promise. Just ask yourself how you feel. Even if you never write it down, which I encourage you to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> Still answer the question. Number two, understand very, very, very clearly what are your goals what are your KPIs, and what is expected of you. Sometimes, not always, people will have low performance or they're not hitting their goals because they're unclear on exactly what those goals are. Usually, usually loosely, leaders are pretty good at communicating that, but not always. So be very clear on what your expectations are or what the expectations of you are. Number three, create a plan. Y'all, I'm a planner. You know this about me if this is not your first episode. If it is your first episode with me, you may already be able to tell I'm a planner based on the list format we use here on the show. (laughs) So I'll figure out what needs to be done, what I have to do to get the thing done, what I have to do to get the thing to get the thing done, and I work it all the way back. I literally work it backwards to where I have anywhere between 15 to 60 minute tasks. And those 15 to 60 minute tasks eventually leads me to the goal, regardless of how big the goal is. So create a plan. I promise it will help. Number four, assess if you're in the right role or working for the right leader or even working for the right company. And maybe that's an and instead of an or, right? If you're in the right role and you're working for the right leader and you're working for the right organization, could be and, could be or, depending on your situation. But it's important for us to make sure that we're in the right role with the right leader, with the right organization. Maybe you're in the right role working for the right company, but you need a different leader. That's a thing, right? Maybe none of those are right for you and you can find a new job at a new company reporting into a new boss. (laughs) Number five, ask yourself, do I need to take time off? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Number six, is there anything on your plate currently that you can delegate or can you even rebalance your current workload so you can focus on whatever those KPIs or goals that you need to focus on are? Number seven, ask yourself what you need in order to be successful and make sure that you are getting that from your company, or your boss. Number eight, set very clear expectations, right? So you need to understand what is expected of you. And on the flip side of that, you also need to be very clear on what you are expecting from your leader. So maybe in order for you to be successful, there is a particular program or software or piece of tech that you need. And you have set the expectation that that's something that you need. And You're also setting the expectation with your boss that you're going to send them regular updates on your progress because you are invested in doing better and improving your performance. I don't know, whatever those expectations are for you, make sure you're very clear about them. Number nine, have really, really amazing communication, whether that is communicating your efforts, communicating your progress, recapping one-on-one meetings with your leader, maybe that is sending out your weekly goals, whatever that might be, and make sure you are communicating really well. Number 10, track your progress. You, one, want to be able to make sure you are your own cheerleader, right? So if you are achieving the goals that you need to get you to your bigger goal, you want to be able to track your progress so you can build up or keep that momentum going. And if you want to, you can also share that progress with a friend, a colleague, so they can also help cheer you on. And also you want to be able to communicate your progress, right? Number 11, get your voice 
heard. This is really important. Being heard is important. Having your voice heard and your ideas put out there is really important. So whether that is email, IM, a group chat, in a meeting, whatever it might be, if you have something of value (laughs) to contribute, and I laugh because some people talk to hear their own voice, which is certain kind of special at work. But if you have something of value to contribute, make sure you put it out there. Even if you're like, hey, Steph, I'm not the person who really likes to speak up in meetings. Send an email after the fact, like, hey, such a great meeting, so-and-so. You can even like, you know, fib a little, you know, after we all hung up, I had this idea or I was thinking about it further and this came to mind, however you want to phrase it. Number 12, make sure you have a clean, organized, distraction-free workspace. I will say this, with (laughs) COVID-19, fully understand that some of us are working in environments we wouldn't otherwise be working in, right? Some of us have kids at home, some of us have our spouses or partners at home, and so there are more distractions than normal, but still do your best, even in these times, to have a clean and organized uh, workspace and eliminate as many distractions as possible. Number 13, follow through and follow up. If you say you're going to do something, make sure you do it. If you say you're going to follow up on something, make sure you do it, right? Being true to your word is very important. Number 14, understand how you make an impact, right? So if you're working on widgets all day and you don't understand how those widgets contribute, make sure you talk to someone and you understand how what you do on a regular basis contributes to the overall bigger picture. Number 15, do the things that fill your bucket. And this could be at work or this could be at home as well. There are things we do that empty the bucket and we need to make sure that we're also countering that with doing the things that we enjoy and that fill our bucket. And number 16, ask for continuous feedback. One thing you absolutely do not want to do is to set expectations, set your goals, align with your manager, and then be trucking along, moving like full steam ahead towards your goals, and you think you're crushing it. And three, four, five months down the line, your manager's like, what have you been doing? And you're like, whoa, 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 I've been crushing it. And they're like, yeah, but you haven't. You want to make sure you know that like day two, (laughs) right? We don't want to waste time and energy going full steam ahead on whatever it is that your manager also doesn't agree that's what you should be full steam ahead on. So making sure you're getting that feedback and if you're not getting it, proactively ask for it. All right. I hope this episode was helpful and valuable. If you are enjoying the show, please take a moment, share with a friend, leave a rating and or review. Huge shout out to everyone who has done so already. If you have a topic you want me to cover, reach out, let me know. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be here, support the show, listen. I really appreciate you. Uh, Show notes are below, also over at stephdennis13.com. If you want to learn how we can work together one-on-one, head over to listen to Career Talk for more information there. You can support the show by checking out the online store over at careertalkswag.com. You can also check out my Amazon wishlist or make a donation via PayPal or Anchor. All of the notes and information, of course, below. Uh, you can find me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, StephDennis13, and Instagram at Career Talk Podcast. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so fabulous, so awesome. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful rest of your day.